0: So, treat, taking our time, slowing down, giving yourself space. Really, these are very uh, helpful and important, you know, not take it too seriously, but these places where we can really develop or allow development to occur. They, it occurs much slower than our thoughts can go. We can think things through quite quickly. We can give ourselves ideas of calm, meditation, mindfulness you know quite quickly um, takes quite a, it takes a lot longer to get there yeah. Um, stillness yeah no just sitting still doesn't make you still it takes a bit more than that yeah quieting your mind no it doesn't happen by immediately it, it takes time and one has to be generous and willing to experience some of the movements and the chatter and essentially, Yes, this is like this for everyone, nothing wrong. Uh, and, you know, just look at some fundamental, building some fundamental pieces that one may not even have considered relevant or, you know, necessary, actually. You know. And one of the main things is this, this uh, body, which we tend to overlook, because we imagine meditation is the mind, and the mind's, where's your mind? Probably up here, isn't it? Most of the time. <laughs> uh, if I, occasionally, if we let, if we stretch the world, you might. Oh yeah, also heart. Yeah, I want to develop that too. But they're slightly different, aren't they? And almost nobody remembers the, the guts, the belly, where you, we. But so we actually. You know, you begin where you can, but you mustn't overlook this this area. You uh, know. Mm? It's a sense of a very vague, non-intellectual, not very clear, not sharp edged sense of I'm grounded, I'm here. I can breathe out, I can just let the ground hold me up. know, yeah? That's not doesn't seem to be answering any probably problems. It's not a brilliant idea, it's not Buddhist, it's not it's just here we are. And so you're putting in some of these fundamental places. Giving attention to these, you can be aware of this. Uh, you're grounded. The ground receives your body, it's there. You can breathe out. Right? And you can let the breath happen. Uh, I really recommend letting the breathing go right the way down into the belly, releasing it, letting it release itself all the time in the world. Letting it come in. Letting your chest be re- relaxed, don't pull the air in through your nose. It's almost as if you're asleep. It's like a really restful sense of it's doing it for you yeah. and changing your breath or realigning your breathing process to abdominal rather than <coughs> nose, nose, chest yeah. you, know, you know just to be clear the Buddha himself didn't specify any particular area of the body to wear a breathing in and you can be aware of it anywhere really but um, I would say, the, really, recommend being aware of this missing piece—the outbreath, the abdomen releasing, without knowing anything in particular, resting, discharging, discharging, letting it drain out. Energy is a very simple process, it rises up, it arouses action, and it releases discharges. This, this phone does the same, you know, you power it up and it drains, and the idea is long battery life, you let it drain completely every month, and then you power it up again to preserve the battery. You now trees breathe in and breathe out. They change their breath at night. From, from they breathe out carbon dioxide at night. They breathe out oxygen in the day. They they breathe in. They breathe out. Mm-hmm. Energy. When we if we do something, there's a movement into it. We move into it. Take your time. The energy subsides. Movement. Mm-hmm if we're just being no particular pressure no particular time no particular sense we have to hurry we rise into something and we do it and then we finished and okay now peace i'm hoping to in, in you know encourage you more in. it's just that piece of that's finished it's okay now going back to the rest state mm-hmm. So even in, you know, finishing the meditation, dong, just rest, let the signal cease, begin the movement, consciously begin the movement, to stand up, move through the door, close, finish, move out, you know. The beginnings of things, the the arising into action, the action, the subsiding after the action it's a, th- a thorough process what we humans tend to prioritise is the action itself yeah. and clearly and obviously in our functioning lives the action itself is the important bit yeah. get to work get on the case and as quickly as possible probably most situations yeah do the job quickly, as, get in there as quickly as possible and get it done as quickly as possible. And then, just as you're finishing, oh, well, there's just one piece more we need to do. And, okay, and then, oh, well, somebody wants to talk to you on the phone right now, okay. Yeah, what's happening? Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'll, I'll get over there in 10 minutes' time. When they're down. Get, so we're just jumping from one thing to the next. Where does the discharge occur? Get home at night. Oh, what a day! It's very stressful. Oh well, I will tell you something. You know, Margaret's really sick. Oh, God, see her. Have you remembered this? Yeah. <laughs> so it's up again. <laughs> or oh my goodness, I forgot when I was at work. I forgot to do that. Oh, I better get on to it now. You know, bits come back that we didn't have time for. So it's it's that jump. Yeah. yeah. There isn't the time of of rising in, doing and subsiding. So with this, our energy is actually on sort of alert a lot of the time to the point in which it becomes unrestful, restless. And we can live with it because generally there's things that occupy it. And some of it's quite fun actually, doing stuff is quite fun. Uh, interesting, you know, not necessarily all miserable, quite fun. But then you sit down, so sort of mind's all jumping around, and okay, now we'll calm down. Okay, let's get into that one, calming down. Right, focus on the sensations of the breathing and calm down. That's the next mix of action you've got to do. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, while you're doing that, if you've got to sp- you know, spread some kindness around, okay, another thing. <laughs> compassion for other beings, oh, okay, here we go, and uh, learn this. So it's all, even though it, the actions themselves you know, are, you know, if you actually explore them, they're rather beautiful actions, still the sense of how that action occurs is is a jump into it by and large this is also what we do when when we experience some kind of we call it suffering stress something something needs to be done fixed changed altered not you know suffering means just the incompleteness things are not complete oh right i'll get onto that jump Uh, or we come to situations in a life where well, I, I mean, like, what should I do, what should I do, I better hurry, get some, what am I supposed to do, you know, and there's a searching to jump into certainty, into the thing I should do, you know. and so, but the thing you should do, if you ask me, is pause, to actually check the jump, it's natural, we programmed to jump, check the jump, Ask yourself this silly question. Where's my body now? Can I breathe out? How does it feel? How is it now? What's important now? What's important now? Hmm? When you come into the holistic paradigm, not just the Head perspective on it, which is has a contribution to, to play for sure. Not even just the emotional sense of it. Oh dear, this is really serious. I'm bothered. I'm concerned. This is lovely. I really want to get into that. But that's part of it too. But also the bodily sense of it, which is well. Here's here I am. Is this just before I jump? Let's check in with the whole package. Hmm. Doesn't take that long really. Probably. You know, it depends, hey, five seconds. Not one second, but five seconds. So you, the length of an out breath, roughly. Or the ending of an out-breath. So you've got that sense of the discharge from that stimulation of something that should need to do, would enjoy doing, um, like to tell somebody about you know, often with good intention, fine, it's not denying that, but just check in with the whole whole piece. It just helps that energy to settle and gather more clearly and more purposefully and more completely. We're not trying to stop action, for the action comes with all the, the full resource. So I feel grounded, not in a hurry, steady, and then okay i feel not panicking but concerned you know not anxious but compassionate uh, not trying to fix things but warm-hearted yeah and that comes up and then well, what, what do you really think what, from this position what could be done i think the first thing to do is just to check it out how's this for you is this, this? is this this? because I know that I can only see things from here, I don't know, how can I possibly have omniscience and clairvoyance about what everyone else needs or wants or could or shouldn't, how can I have clairvoyance about the future, it's going to be like this for sure, and yet somehow this thinking brain assumes that that's the case. I know what's good for everybody, I know the way it's going to be, I know the way it should be, I know the way it's going to work, and like, how many times is that correct? Partially correct probably, but not, you know? and they're so keen to get it right, to make sure that it works, to make sure that, yeah, I've done this so many times myself, I'm so concerned to, to, that it feel, feels good for people, or people happy or comfortable. I jump, and I didn't really check in whether that was helpful, necessary, or just, could you just go a bit slower, than yeah. yeah, and then yes, that's fine, you yeah, because we are Recognizing the power of energy, even good intention energy, to impact on other beings. And that definitely there's going to be some sort of impact. Not necessarily abusive or unpleasant or in intention, but definitely. uh So it's just that moment of... uh Yeah. Now we can act. And of course, very significantly and very pertinently all the time is action in terms of one's uh, oneself, one's body-mind. Before we start setting up the programme of how our mind, moods, feelings, emotions, life are going to be, perhaps we should spend some time actually pausing and listening to it checking in with it in a listening way <coughs> empathic way with no particular agenda apart from just to, just open the package you know. now this could be could seem exceptionally confusing because you know who knows what's in there so you say well let's first of all establish the boundary as here grounded and checking in with that, checking in a piece at a time, checking in a piece at a time. The first piece you want to get is the body, the out the sense of, yes, there's nothing I need to hold on to at this particular moment. There's nothing I need to know at this particular nothing I need to prepare for at this particular second. Okay. And I can allow the energy to rise into the body without grabbing it. Mm -hmm. So this may seem humble, but it is the the basis of right action. If there is fundamental groundedness, you you feel a sense of safety, presence, um, you know, you're, you're you're balanced. If you're balanced, you're not leaning in. You're not leaning back. You're not wavering. And then the energy, as it rises into the into the heart centre, into the empathic centre, it feels just gentle, pleasant, steady. You know? How is this? So this sense of wise mindfulness of body is so important is it enables it's like the roots of the tree. Everybody wants the fruit. Everybody wants the flowers. You need we need those grubby old roots down in the soil. Otherwise the rest of it isn't gonna grow. Nobody loves roots. (laughs) (laughs) They sort of but you know, without them where's the fruit? Where's the flowers? Oh our fruit what the fruit you want the roots fruit take care of itself you get good roots those fruit it's going to grow no doubt about it this is nature and we are nature if you get the roots for sure that thing's going to grow roots and healthy atmosphere for sure that thing's going to grow and you don't quite know what fruit is going to be you may want it a mango but in fact you get a plum okay (laughs) that's nice too (laughs) Your fruition is your shape, your little fruit, in its own beauty. Yeah. But humans do, we do produce these? but the importance we don't know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So it's not to be like somebody else's. It comes from your roots. That's your, if you like, that's your first responsibility. And keep your atmosphere healthy. healthy atmosphere essentially is, may I be well, may I be free from suffering, may ill will and harm not come to me, hmm? may I not inflict ill will upon myself, may I not bear, carry the sense of others' ill will, hostility. May I not feel inadequate, inferior, useless, not, you know, secondary in in any way. This is veiled ill will. May I just abstain from comparing myself with others. Mm -hmm. May I abstain from fretting about what people think about me. This is all conducive to fear, anxiety, and ill will. And we're just looking at at presence now. When it comes to actions, you do want to know whether this works or not for you. But now, I'm not starting with actions. I'm starting with just clearing my atmosphere. So I'm not carrying that atmosphere into my actions, you know. If I'm working with actions with an atmosphere of well I'm really not that good at this and I can't do this very well and probably people only bear with me because they're being polite, what kind of actions do you think I'm going to come up with from there? (laughs) From that atmosphere? Worried? Fretful? Jumpy? Nervous? Agitated? yeah like that isn't it you don't want to but how can good actions come out of an atmosphere that isn't supportive and how much of your of our atmosphere is has these clouds of doubt feeling of maybe i shouldn't could well probably be getting in the way i don't know how to do this anyway i'm not an expert and after all, who am I to think, Like you know, all this kind of doubt, worry, anxiety, how much of that is there? And particularly when you come to, you know, what we might call serious things, like, oh, you know, i make sure you get this one right. Here comes the anxiety, because I might get it wrong. So then we get sort of jumpy and forceful, try and control everything. How does that feel? So we come to something important. Oh, here's spiritual practice, very important. Oh my goodness, here we go again and the anxiety, the feeling of getting it wrong or you've got to be like somebody else, you've got to be like Buddha um, that these infusions start to creep in Mm. and so just clear the atmosphere if you can, breathing in, breathing out and if it feels still just go you know if the atmosphere still doesn't feel healthy, go down into your belly feel your body breathing in breathing out. You, you kind of come beneath this emotional realm to something that's still felt, still sensed, still organic, but it's not in that same uh, emotional pitch. Mm. Now as we all know, much of, much of our atmospheres seem to be coming out of our thoughts. Or mm-hmm. well, it's associated with particular thoughts. Why do there have to be so many when there's nothing much to think about? Mm-hmm. When, you, when one considers the, uh, the mood of thought, the energy of thought, what is it generally trying to do? Overall. Probably trying to solve a problem. Solve a problem. In other words, get to feeling comfortable. Hmm. Work something out so that I'll get to feel, oh, that's clear, I feel comfortable. Hmm. If it come to an answer, I feel comfortable, clear. That's what it's trying to do, right? Or it might be um, trying to figure out why I'm like this. So when I know I'm like this because of this, then I feel clear, and that would be good because then I can. You know, do something. Cl- I want clarity, I want comfort, um, I want to feel happy, I want to feel clear. Um, what else do I want? I want to feel doing the right thing. Um, good enough, S- sensible enough intentions, probably. Unfortunately, you're thinking, mind well, can't do it. So it's the right. Right, topics, but the wrong system is trying to achieve it. You can't get answers in those in that system, it's not it's job. You only get those answers in the heart. And so you only get those answers in the heart. And the heart needs the body to feel safe, to feel steady, to feel there's something here supporting me. Mm-hmm. Now, why uh, it takes quite a while for our thinking to subside is because, in a way, the mind doesn't know where to land. It's looking for a a thought to provide it with security, happiness, clarity. It's looking for a thought to do that. What's a thought? (laughs) How long does a thought last? How can that thought provide you with security because the next moment it can be another thought saying exactly the opposite thing. It's so ephemeral, so rapidly moving, so substanceless. How can they provide you with this felt experience of steadiness, stability, calm? You can't do it. It's not designed to do it. How can a thought provide you with happiness because a thought... It's just the thought. It's not, an, not a, It doesn't feel anything. Now, you know, you may argue with that, but how do thoughts make you happy? Well, if you think and you touch it into a topic that makes you happy, like, oh, I remember my sister did this, oh, that was really nice. Well, what happened was your thought went to your heart. That's where the happiness was. Oh, I remember this Thing we did the other day it was such a such a such fun. You went to your heart, to the to the the emotion. That was quite a good thought. But the thought didn't do it. The thought just went to the right place. If you want, yeah. So thought as a as a pointer is okay. It's pointed to to where to direct your attention is okay. But thought as a, as a a substance itself, it just spins around, it's got nowhere to land, it has to have somewhere to land. The point of vitakka, vichara, is to definitely point the thought thinking system in the right place and feel it out, mm. then it's starting to find a place to land. Mm. And the first place to land, I suggest, is just in your body. This gives you the ground, the steadiness, the balance, the presence. Then, in a way, it gives you a part, a place to to rest. It says, "Well, here I am in this. If the rest of the world does what it does, I'm here. You know, if everything goes ter- topsy turvy, well, I'm here. You know, it's not in- intrinsically bonded to." situations external which is where their emotional sense loses balance we get very much hooked up to the praise of others the success or the blame the concerns and we get hooked to it rather than have enough presence to empathize with it but not get hooked on it when you get hooked on it you find yourself spinning out worry so these are called the distortions of, of, uh, of love, where your compassion becomes anxious and sorrowful, where your sense of offering goodwill becomes a kind of frantic trying to make everybody happy. <laughs> yeah. And it's not, there isn't goodwill, but it just, just it needs to find that balance, you know, presence of the body, then it then you just got enough presence to be able to offer with no expectation. Mm-hmm. We practice with no expectation of a result. This is quite a yeah, i tell you. you. Practice with no expectation of a result. Practice because what else is there to do? Fill up with presence. Open the heart. Look clearly. That's what you do. and you start oh I want this to happen in the future I want somebody else to do this or have this then we're already leaning over if we ask for it but you can offer it and then you see practice with no result that's that's the pure practice Hmm? okay maybe we're not that pure So perhaps, the, if we're looking at, you know, okay, I'll practice for at least to get this thing, this this bit okay, <laughs> this body-mind bit okay, even that you can't always do. <laughs> so at least I'm trying to get the uh, practice so that this body feels more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So that I can breathe in and breathe out. So at least I've got a sense of looking after myself. If You don't look after yourself. You haven't done the field work without look after others. Because this, oh, this is your homework, isn't it? How can you look after others if you don't look after this one? Because this is the one you directly know whether it's working or not, <laughs> and you directly get the skills of what, how to how to negotiate with this, how to give it time, how to listen in, how to feel it out. You're learning these skills, and if you don't learn it here, how you can do it somebody else. And so often, our good intentions are theoretical. Like loving-kindness is a lovely theory. And compassion, I love it. I get a kind of sense of joy arises just to even consider those things, compassion. Gladness at others' welfare. Serenity, up, down, that's the way it is, I'm cool with that, that's okay, it has to be this way, equanimity. Tuning in with it, Allowing the space for things to be the way they are. Without pushing, pulling or turning away. It's not indifference. It's allowing things to be they are with sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Equanimity. These are great. If you have recollections, they're beautiful. And you try and run them out on the, on the, on the ground. Field work. Mm. It's like every other. Lovely project. I'm sure retreat centers are like it, isn't it? Beautiful, beautiful vision, beautiful idea. Lovely, may all beings be well. Place, sanctuary, peace and harmony, loving kindness, compassion, where people find space. What's it like running one? (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of joy, but there's a lot of grind and grit as well. You know, monasteries, I live in monasteries, well monasteries are people committed to training, discipline, awakening, restraint, high degree of virtue, renunciation, simplicity, tranquility, meditating. Wow. <laughs> wow this world Wow, that Must be so cool, So far. all you people just tripping around drifting, <laughs> and then sitting down just chanting every morning with joyful the Buddha. Looking at each other with eyes of loving kindness. Yeah, okay. Lovely. I love it. The idea. <laughs> you start to roll it out. <laughs> and you meet the human paradigm of people's baggage and anxieties and negativities and struggles and hopes and fantasies and, you know projections and stuff like that and then you do, start doing it yourself, you yourself know, wanting people to be this way and they don't really like me and I'm projecting their dislike and imagining this and that and the other and then, gee this is getting you know <laughs> so your sense of <laughs> has to adjust to well can I at least embrace being here <laughs> with this, with all this just get to the ground of it, you know. Yeah, you know, I, can I can I just be with this? Uh, maybe I can't, maybe it's too big. Okay, can I be with something smaller? Can I be with this? Just, you know, be present. Can I find my own presence in this? Not get lost in my projections and fantasies and so forth. Can I just at least be grounded in this? And then, the beauty of it is, you know, you come to something much more refined than the theory, much more sensitive than the theory, much more fulfilling the theories. You know, you experience just a sense of once, once you, once you've got that ground as the heart, with just a little bit of encouragement to recognise itself, starts to open, and then you can something in you, some quality, can embrace, be with the good, the bad, the knobbly, the ugly, the confused, and it just moderates from compassion, gladness, equanimity. It just keeps fluctuating between those, dependent on what is arising in the field. The general quality of heart is empathic, it is a sense of energy that moves out in a nourishing way, that's what... This heart quality is about the images of a mother with a child. It's just that natural sense of the heart does warm once you, once energy begins to flow through it. Why we begin with generosity because it's the easiest way to express goodwill. That feeling of something comes out, yeah. And so this is just the heart wakes up. It wakes up to that quality. But it also wakes up to its pain. And the two have to run together. It wakes up to its fear, to its uncertainties, to its bruises. Mm. This is then, this is the first piece we have to hold carefully. It wakes up to its pains. And when, but the quality of that is, is that we're not no longer trying to fix it from our analysis of what's wrong with me, what I should be, what the answer is. We just want to hold it with kindness. Maybe yours doesn't have any pain, I doubt it. And when we experience that, and then you, oh, well, how can I solve, get change, make it another way? No, that's not a heart response. There's no time in the heart. Time is is a brain thing. Very useful, but it's not relevant this time. There's no sense of how long. It's just it's there, so you hold it, because it's there. When it finishes, it finishes. It will tell you when the time is. (laughs) And uh, so you just hold that. Mm. Lightly. Lightly. It's really not you. It's really not yourself. Really there's nothing wrong with you. But there are these programs, these energies, these memories that, that pattern themselves onto the heart and if we just get grounded enough we give the heart enough backing enough presence, enough security, enough you're here, you know there's no debt, you can walk on this planet just as well as anybody else, you can sit on that ground just like anything else, there's no debt here there's no obligation, you're free to do that and then from there A sense of primal faith, primal dignity, primal love arises from the strength. Primary strength gives a sense of dignity. From primary strength comes primary love, which is not sentimental. It's not trying to fix anything, cure anything. It doesn't care with anybody, but it gets results. It just does it because that heart is attuned to the world, to welfare, to harmony, to empathy. It cannot be other. Yeah? Now, I would suggest respectfully, perhaps I'll just talk about myself. Yeah? Without that, I found it very difficult to be with emotional pain. For various kinds of pain, like death, betrayals, Yeah, these things. Everybody gets them. Very difficult to be with it. Yeah. Goes into what did I do wrong? Why is it like this? Surely it can't be this way. This kind of fluster, and then and then the shutting out, going kind of slightly numb, Mm -hmm. (coughs) and the heartbreak maybe you've had heartbreak, what we call heartbreak, crack, heartbreak, seems to flood and with a strong feeling emotions that seem overwhelming and feel giddy, feel disoriented. Uh, this is because you don't have enough ground to hold it, to hold the heart. That heartbreak is often the case. Because we haven't really strengthened, so life itself is, in some way, quite heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Separation, old age, sickness, death—you know the whole thing. So naturally, well, I, so I cl- close myself from that because it's just too difficult to bear. So I close myself from that. Well. You know I'm okay what's on telly what's you know do me things and go out and have a session with my friends and place you know because I can't I don't open up can't too much overwhelm but then you know something's not completed something's not fully there we are just sort of playing toys playing with our toys So, you know, the heart has to be bigger has to grow and if it doesn't grow it shuts or it breaks that's essentially a, it either it closes down or it cracks and often people will, will tend to shut rather than crack you don't need doesn't need to do that there is a way out of suffering. <laughs> there was no point talking about this. This is the way out. The way out is coming into the body, the ground, feeling that primary strength. And then gradually, slowly, vaguely here I am. I'm okay. The space around me is non intrusive breathe in and breathe out how does it feel, how does it feel and then you just open up that sense of being ready to feel and pretty soon the guests start dropping in (laughs) the little memories or the intuitions or the senses start dropping in about me, what I am, what I'm not those are your, that's your field work before you start sorting anybody else out, deal with your guests, the ones who drop in by themselves. Oh, okay. Oh, here's that again. This time, rather than trying to wonder why I'm like this or should be like that, just hold the feeling. Soften, widen, lightly touch. Don't squash it. Breathe in, breathe out. This is pragmatic metta, kindness. And you see, if you notice in the chant, they're all basically the same. Um, Abundant, exalted, immeasurable. Abundant means there's a sense of, there's some richness there. (coughs) There is a potency. There's a capacity. Where's that richness? Where's the abundance come from? It doesn't come from a theory. It comes from an energy. And the energy has to come from the body. I don't mean the tissues, I mean the vitality. You fill up. Abundant. Exalted. A sense of lifting. You rise to things rather than cower. Yeah, Rather than flutter. You rise to them. Okay. We meet that which is arises. We meet, we greet that which arises. Yeah? Exalted, we rise and greet that which arises, which comes into us. Yeah? Immeasurable. There's no measuring in terms of how long, yeah? is this going to last, how long can I do this, is this better, worse, is it should, should. You don't measure, no, you don't use the rational feature. In fact, you can even just use imagery, pictures if you like. This is a green squirming thing (laughs) rather than me getting into a state. Language is really plastic, it doesn't matter what language you use as long as it fits and fits the direct quality of the experience. This is a tangling, this is a bustling, this is a pressing, this is a stabbing, this is a strangeness. Meet it as it arises, measureless. No deals here, no accountancy, no trade-offs, no obligations, no how long, just meet. Free from hostility, free from the cramp that I might be getting it wrong. Free from real will, free from the the, uh, aversion, the distaste, the recoiling from experiences that may seem stupid, ugly, pathetic, immoral, unkind, you do not recoil. This is the task. This is what's asked. This is possible. To feel happy in the presence of unhappiness, probably difficult. To feel present in the experience of unhappiness, definitely doable. Yeah. If you feel present, that unhappiness says what it says, moves the energy. It's an energy. It can be released, and the release, the relief. Ah, oh, something's been completed. Something's been completed. It took 15 years to actually hear that. Let it arise. Meet it as it is. Let it be completed. So, this is our field work on uh, kindness, compassion. And um, let's spend some time. Um, What time is it? Get back to measuring again. Let's pause for 10-15 minutes, letting any of that sink in, any elements of that land, taking it in, checking it out for yourself, coming into stability, letting the energy of all that thought pass through, whatever it brought up, let that all move through.